Hi, everyone. It's time for another 10K Saturday. This week, Allison talks with Zeta McKee. She's a young actress with a vintage soul who has coined her style as comfy grunge and who has overcome some major health obstacles, even as a young teen. Now, we love vintage souls and we love vintage books. This week, we've been telling you about Bookshop. Buy your books there instead of Amazon. It supports your local independent bookstore. Plus, if you shop from our curated lists, just Go to 10kdollarday.com slash books. We get a small commission and a portion goes into a sharing pool for all local bookstores. Go to 10kdollarday.com slash books to tell them we sent you. But you are here for Zeta McKee, right? Yep. Here we go. And now it's 10K Saturday with Allison and Lulu. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another bonus episode of 10K Saturday. I'm Allison Burns. If you're looking for our full episodes about imaginary luxury travel, those drop on Wednesdays. But today, you're here for an interview episode with actually a uh, budding film and TV star, a singer, a dancer, a what grade are you in? I'm going into 10th. An almost 10th grader. <laughs> we have Zeta McKee here. Say hello, Zeta. Hi, I'm glad to be here. I'm so glad you're here too. <laughs> so I have been a, a teacher, an instructor, a coach of Zeta for a few years now yeah. and always been fascinated by you and your life. And I hope your mom's okay. I'm going to give out your TikTok later. Uh, not your TikTok, your Instagram, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like- you're like, I don't have TikTok. <laughs> you're like, uh, that's for the birds. No, your Instagram, you're so like artsy and like... You have such a cool style about you. Oh, and thank you. has that always been something that's been like fashion and like makeup? Yes. Ever since I was little, um, I really like my first like dream job was to be a fashion designer. And um, so like in elementary school, like I had to wear like the same thing at school. We didn't have like a strict uniform, but it was like you had to wear specific like colors and stuff. So like I never really got to like wear what I wanted and my mom like pick out my clothes that I would wear on the weekends and then when I got into middle school they started having like a strict dress code Mm. and then on Saturdays which is like the only days because like think about it like five days a week I had to wear the same thing yeah and then on Saturdays I would um I did um competition dance in middle school on Saturdays I had like heavy rehearsals so I just wear dance clothes and on Sundays was my only day to like actually dress like a normal person (laughs) and I didn't I didn't I didn't end up going anywhere because I was just too tired yeah so um but now that high school and the pandemic has rolled around it's giving me more chances to like you know actually wear what I want and like experiment with it and like now that I'm actually can wear like regular clothes to my high school that I'm going to I can like actually play around with it yeah I like yeah what would you call your style because I feel like there's a lot of like like vintage inspired Mm -hmm. but also like Oh, I'm so bad with style names. Um, I don't know. What would you call it? Um, I don't entirely know myself because um, a lot of the style that I've like researched is um, forms of alternative style, not necessarily okay. like because I don't know the names of yeah, like, the other too. ones. <laughs> um, but like, so um, if I had to put a name on it, it would just kind of be like comfy grunge. Oh, I like that. Because like, I don't necessarily like, I kind of wear just wear like, I don't really wear tight clothes a lot because yeah. I don't really feel comfortable in them. Yeah. So I just kind of wear like what makes me comfortable. Like I like yeah. loose jeans instead of like tight jeans because it just I think it looks better on me and yeah. it feels better to wear. So yeah. I love that. A comfy, comfy style I love. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So when I first met you, we did a lot of acting. We did a lot mm. of singing. You have been quite a working actress even at your young age. You're so good on camera. 
I know my husband's worked with you multiple times. Mm-hmm. You're one of his favorite. Uh, I know you're not a child, but you know, <laughs> child actors. Yeah, you're so natural in front of the camera. Is that something that came naturally to you? Um, I I'm pretty sure because um, from what my mom can remember, she said that she never saw me get stage fright. The only time I started getting stage fright was around fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I remember the first time I actually felt like nervous to get on stage. I was doing Beauty and the Beast with my school. Um, and um, for some reason, I just got like nervous on the day of the show because I never gotten it before. And then I still get a healthy amount of nerves before the show. Mm-hmm. But I just think that it makes me perform better because mm-hmm. um, when I'm nervous, I have that adrenaline rushing. And if I mess up, it just makes me, you know, like think on my feet. So I don't like just stand there and go like, well. I messed up. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do your parents come from the arts? No. <laughs> no, my dad is a military kid. He was in the Air Force for 20 years, I think. Mm-hmm. He's retired Air Force. He works still works on base. My mom, she just grew up in Gaston County up in North Carolina. She was never really into the arts. Yeah. Um I think no. No, she wasn't in theater. <laughs> She said that she wouldn't make fun of theater kids in high school. Oh, my god! I don't blame her. (laughs) Now she has one. (laughs) Yeah. It's like come full circle. (laughs) Now, your parents, you come from a mixed race family. And how has that been? Was that something that you were aware of as a kid? Or how has it been kind of growing up with that in your family, like Mm -hmm. the mixed race? Well, um... I it was something I was aware of as a kid because um, I remember my first like memory that was centered around race. I was in second grade, I Mm -hmm. believe. And so um, we were just talking about our parents and I mentioned that my dad was black and these two girls were like, no, he's not. And I was like, well, um, all I can say is that he is like, I don't. And then they're like, no, he's not. And like throughout. A long time they just thought my dad wasn't black and then i was lying and then he went to um he had to go to a parent teacher conference one night it was like one of those like like uh all the parents go yeah. in and like the some teachers were like oh this is the budget for the school and stuff like that <laughs> yeah so he went one time and then they saw him and they're like oh i guess you weren't lying and i was like why would i lie about right. that like that was my first memory of regarding around race um it doesn't really come up much it didn't come up much in middle school Mostly because I'm extremely white passing. Um, mm-hmm. Any comments centered around race usually had to do with my hair. Mm-hmm. Because for people that are not people of color, that's the first signifier of that I'm not like 100% white yeah. is my hair. And so, you know, like in middle school, I would try to experiment with protective natural styles. Not, I wouldn't get it professionally done because I didn't know any braiders in my area because my mom did my hair when I was growing up and she's white. So <laughs> we didn't know. And like I, I at my school, there was like barely any black kids. It was a majority white school. Yeah. So I didn't know anyone that like knew a braider. So I would just try to do it on myself. I couldn't buy like bundles because I didn't know any beauty supply store. But I would just experiment around with it. And then people would be like, oh, my gosh, look at your hair. It's so different. And I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, and they would say like, "Oh my gosh, you look like this rapper," and I'm like, "That's just, that's just that's black hair. Cool. Yeah. It's not really." Yeah, but now that I go to a more mixed school, um, I have black friends. It's not that big of a deal like yeah. now, be- but like that was really the only thing. Um, what I remember is I would have some people of color friends, and they knew that I wasn't white when they first saw me. Yeah. It's mostly white people that think I'm white, right? For some reason, people ask if I'm Greek a lot interesting i don't know if it's because of my hair yeah or because i used to live in tarpon springs for about a year or two Mm -hmm. every time we would go downtown um they would be like oh 
I know you're Greek. And I'm like, I'm not Greek. Yeah. I don't really know what tipped you off on that. But a lot of people say they notice because people of color, because um, my, my nose and my lips, because I really inherited that from my dad. Okay. Um, I got my eyes from my mom because they're blue. Yeah. Um, and then my hair from my dad. And then my skin was just a toss up. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. And I know when you were born, mm-hmm. you were born with um, what they're now figuring out to be a thyroid, yes. some sort of thyroid yes. disease. Tell me about that journey because you're now 15, 16? I'm going to be 15 in August. Okay. Yep. So for the past, what, 14, 15 years, you've been kind of trying to find out what exactly mm-hmm. this, you know, can I say disease is? Yeah, I think I think it's clarified as a Disorder, maybe? disorder. Because I think it's an autoimmune disorder. Okay. Mm-hmm. How has that been? Kind of growing up and trying to figure out what's going mm-hmm. on, even at such a young age, in your body. Yeah. Well, since I was little, I've always been really tired. I didn't know that wasn't normal. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm on medicine for my thyroid, I realized that I was way, way tired. Especially when um, middle school, the half puberty I kind of got because with thyroid issues. Um, I guess for like younger kids, it kind of like gives you half puberty. Okay. When I was little, um, I remember I would go to the doctor and I would always be very, well, my mom, I think that's the correct word, very low in the percentile. So like, you yeah. know, like the average height yes. track and weight track for kids, I was always just barely hitting it, yeah. almost below the line. And we just thought, I'm short because my yeah. dad's short, my um, abuela's short. Then in like middle school, my my stomach was always very bloated Mm -hmm. and I just, my mom thought it was like baby fat that would go away and towards middle school, getting taller, it just kind of slowed down. Mm -hmm. I stayed four, six for about four years. Wow. And, um... We went up um, to North Carolina to visit my cousin and her wife and her son. And um, she's a physical therapist. And she talked to my mom. She was like, hey, Zeta hasn't gotten any taller since when I've seen her. You might want to go to a doctor about that. So we went to the doctor. I was kind of now looking back at it. It was kind of weird that my doctor had not mentioned anything about that signs yeah so we first we thought it was i forgot what it's called but um it's where you only have one x chromosome okay in your dna we that's what we initially thought it was going to be and so we asked the doctor and we're like hey zeta hasn't gotten any taller and um she's getting weight normally but she hasn't gotten any taller and so um the doctor was like yeah she might have this i forgot i I totally forgot what it's called, but where you only have one X chromosome, Mm -hmm. it's not uncommon. It's fairly common um, in girls. It's where, because, you know, usually in DNA, um, when someone's assigned female at birth, they have two X chromosomes. Right. And what can happen is someone can have one X chromosome and that usually affects their height. Mostly it's just height that affects. So we thought we had that. It can make them infertile too. So we thought it was that, and so we went to get blood tests. And this was my first time getting my blood drawn because when I was 12, they ordered me to do it, and I cried because I'm scared (laughs) of needles. And my mom, my mom, she just chose to not do it. Just not to do it because I was crying so bad. (laughs) Um, But this time I had to do it. So we went. It was my first blood draw. Um, I did have a slight panic attack. And I still do every time yeah. I get my blood drawn. Um, I'm still working on that. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people probably have that. Yeah. Um, my my vocal teacher in actually class, he fainted the first time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But um, so it was my first blood draw. They got eight vials of blood Whoa. to do tests. Um, they were testing for celiac disease, thyroid issues. Yeah. Um, that 
X chromosome thing. They um, were testing if I was anemic mm -hmm. because of my nails and my hair were thin. And so we just kind of waited. And then the test results came back and they were like, Zeta's thyroid is barely working. And we were like, oh, okay. Which was shocking because um, my family on my mom's side actually has a history of thyroid issues. Yeah. But they usually sprout in um, when they get older. Sure. So my mom takes thyroid medicine. My cousin takes thyroid medicine. And I'm pretty sure my grandma did. But this time it was like worse. And because I was a kid yeah. and it was like barely working. And so she was like, some people are boy born literally without thyroids mm -hmm. and some people it just doesn't work. This is in your case. It's like just barely working. Oh, it was wow. working. So I kind of got like half puberty. I didn't get my period, but like I grew. Yeah. And so once I started the medicine a month or two, I got my period. Interesting. And now I've grown to be four seven. A little bit yeah. because of the medicine just yeah. started it back up again and yeah we just kind of have to wait because i don't think i don't think i'll be growing any taller than like five foot or yeah. like 411 i'm not thinking i'm gonna be super tall yeah but um i think because of the thyroid now i should she said that i should be like my estimate height mm -hmm. by the end of high school okay or like early college yeah. type era that's crazy what's well, crazy too is i've known you through you know the past few mm -hmm. years mm -hmm. and i saw a drastic change in your body mm -hmm. especially i mean you were like leaning out mm -hmm. and i had mentioned that to your mom and she's the one who was like oh well we finally got her on yeah. this medication that's yeah. working mm -hmm. so has that been kind of a confidence boost for you as well sort of yes because um when i was in middle school my stomach would stick out it would yeah. be very bloated and we knew it wasn't like excess fat mm -hmm. not that there, there's nothing necessarily wrong with having excess fat but we knew it wasn't fat because it was it, it was, was like swollen yeah and it was like I'm not like saying it looked like I was pregnant. It wasn't that bad. But if you compare it to like a pregnant belly, it was right. smooth like that. Right. So we knew it wasn't like excess fat. So now that I started the medicine, that's gone down and that's helped my confidence a lot. And also when I started the medicine, I lost about 15 pounds, yeah. maybe. Yeah, 15 pounds. And um, that was like a huge change for me. I had to like I didn't buy new clothes, but my clothes started fitting differently yeah. and I had to like start wearing my um, belts like a lot tighter and yeah. stuff like that. But I mean, it's it's been a confidence booster, but I still have like a lot to go in terms yeah. of height. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, I feel like, too, I've thought about this with mm -hmm. you. You know, not only are you ethnically ambiguous, mm -hmm. right, which is also going to be great for your career. Yes. But you can kind of embrace some of that height. Mm -hmm. Just because you can play younger oh, yes, roles. Definitely. And I can tell you from a director's standpoint, I would want to cast you before I yeah. cast an actual yeah. ten year old. Definitely you know I mean? all the jobs so yeah, all the jobs that I've gotten are below my actual age because yeah. of how short I am. With the ethnically ambiguous thing, funny thing actually, when I go for black roles, mm -hmm. I'm not black enough. And when I go for white roles, I'm not white enough. That's so annoying. So like I barely and they, I have to like only go for the ones where they're like, we don't care what race you are. Interesting. Because when they because, you know, like when they're casting, they yeah. want a specific look when they're looking for mixed kids. What I think they have in mind is sort of that light skin, green eye, loose curl type mm -hmm. mixed. And um, I just I don't I haven't I don't know a lot of directors, but I think a lot of um, maybe white directors don't realize that um black people come in all shades yeah i literally um like it it's not even like a vitiligo thing like um i follow this one girl on tiktok her hair is a little bit almost same curl pattern as mine 
Her skin's the same shade of my, shade as mine. Her nose is a little bigger. Her lips are a little wider than mine, but she's black. Yeah. But she just has the same skin tone as me. So I just think like we need like people need to keep that in mind when casting because it's okay to look for like a specific look. That's what casting is about. But I think it's just like you need to be more specific mm-hmm. if you're looking for that type of thing because it's a tricky thing. Yeah. Because it, it's very different. You're so smart. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you're just so smart. You're wise beyond your years. So, okay, I'm going to jump right into our five questions that I have not prepped you with. So here we go. Okay. Zeta, first of all, thank you so much for talking to me. You're awesome. You're one of my favorite kids ever. I will work with you until you don't want to work with me anymore. (laughs) Okay, so my first question today is what is your current obsession? What are you obsessed with right now? Oh, um... It's this um, show called Attack on Titan. Okay. It is animated and it is in Japanese, but you can watch in English. And it is actually my favorite show right now. I watched it. It's about these um, giant like human looking things, but they're like big. Okay. And they just eat people for fun. (laughs) And so like the whole premise of this is like this civilization of humans. They live inside these walls to protect them. They're called Titans. And so the first episode, it was very straightforward of the plot. And then the second episode, it was very like crazy. There was a lot of stuff going on. And then second season, huge plot twist. Third season, huge plot twist. Fourth season, I barely know what's going on anymore. It's so good. But like it it discusses like racism in it. Oh, interesting. there's a, it's a lot, it's a very deep show and there's a lot of gore in it. So I wouldn't, it's rated mature, I think. So yeah, I'm really obsessed with it right now. Which I love is, that. Yeah, it's my favorite show. I right love now. being obsessed with TV shows. Yeah. I get into that too. Mm-hmm. All right. Second question. What's on your wish list? My wish list. Hmm. An Apple pencil. <laughs> Cause I draw oh. on my tablet a lot. Yeah. And my first tablet that I got, we thought it was compatible for an Apple pencil and it was not. So oh, we had no. to give it back. But now I have the one that's compatible for an Apple pencil and the stylus I used to have. I just, I lost it. <laughs> Those are hard to keep track of. I yeah. feel like. Aren't it was small? like, um, no, it was actually the size of like an Apple pencil, but like I lost it. Cause, um, like I have it beside my bed and like I got up and like I think my charger like shaked the cabinet that I have yeah. it on and then I heard it fall and I was like, oh, I know where it fell. Yeah. I did not know where it fell. You just can't find it. I can't find it. So yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> you'll get the Apple Pencil and then you'll find it. Yes. <laughs> no, that's Most likely, yes. Okay. If you had $10,000 mm. extra money just in your pocket, how would you spend it on yourself? What would you on do? Myself? Yes, just yourself. Oh, um, would you go somewhere? Would you buy something? Ten I, grand. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's anything specific that costs a lot of money that I want. I haven't really thought about it. Um, I'd probably buy all my favorite albums on vinyl. I'm going to be honest. Ooh. Um, yeah, I collect a vinyl I got. Igor by Tyler the Creator. I disagree more by Poppy. When we all fall asleep, where do we go? By Billie Eilish, and then um, like top queen hits so far. Yeah. Um, I really want Flower Boy by um, Tyler the Creator and um, Puberty Two by Mitski, and basically all of Mitski's albums. <laughs> I would probably buy those, and you um, could like make yourself a whole like vinyl room. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I would probably tr- uh, like build my dream house if I could, or like yeah. refurbish. A house yeah into like what i like 
That would be for myself. Mm-hmm. For myself. I love that. For like other people. Well, that's I've, the next question. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're already beating me to it. If you okay. had $10,000 and you had to give it away to either a person or a charity, mm-hmm. multiple people, mm-hmm. where would you give away ten grand? Okay, first I would probably give um, some money to my friends. Mm-hmm. Just... To be generous. To be generous. Um, And then I would um, definitely donate to some Black Lives Matter funds and um, some trans funds Mm -hmm. for trans youth because that's their... It's a big problem right now. A lot of Mm -hmm. trans youth are getting harassed in schools and stuff just for being trans. And I think that definitely they can use all the help that they can get. I completely agree with that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And oh my gosh, is that the end? That's I think I have one more question, but it's going to wrap it up. So... (laughs) First of all, thank you again. I thank literally, you. you guys have to know, I texted Zeta like last night late and I was like, hey, listen, I've been thinking, do you want to be on this podcast? Because <laughs> I was like racking my brain about like who I wanted to interview this week mm-hmm. and I've been teaching. We've been in classes yes. all week. So I've been surrounded by students. So I knew that like I wanted to bring a student into my office, mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of during the day and just kind of like interview you. And you're the first person I thought of. I was like, that's oh, who I want to get to know. <laughs> like, that's who I want to know more about. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming thank in you. early, sitting in my office. If you guys heard any background noise, it's the millions of kids <laughs> out in the lobby. So uh, pay no attention to the screaming voices. <laughs> but um, we are going to post all of Zeta's, inst- her Instagram handle, her information. She'll have a cute little photo up on our <laughs> blog. So check that out at 10kdollarday.com slash 10k Saturday. Mm-hmm. And make sure you follow her and all of the amazing things that she's going to do with her life. And I'm so excited to be a part of that, a small part. Mm-hmm. So the last question that yes. we're going to end with, we end our podcast with this every single week. And it's simply today, mm-hmm. what's making you happy? Hmm. What's your happy? Music. Music. Music has just always been like my go-to source for happiness. Yeah. If I'm feeling down or if I'm sad, I'll listen to sad music to kind of like, you know, just feel through mm-hmm. it. And then like once I'm ready, I'll listen to happy music. But yeah, music has always just been like my uplifting. My favorite artist um, right now are Mitski, Dev Lemons, Poppy, Tower the Creator. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You always introduce me to people that I've never heard before because yeah. my podcast listeners know because I teach music and because mm-hmm. I have to constantly learn for shows, mm-hmm. I'm not someone who just listens. It's not like that's not how I yeah. veg out because yeah. I'm around it so much. Yeah. I haven't really gotten into that. Mm-hmm. So I'm always excited when like if you come into the <laughs> studio and I'm like, hey, what do you want to sing through or what do you want to listen to? Mm-hmm. And you introduce me to these new people. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I've never heard this before. <laughs> so that's something that yeah. I really enjoy yeah. is when, you know, my students like you have these really cool artists. I'm like, where did you find <laughs> yeah. this? So that's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you again for being here. Thank Zeta you. And I have some work to do. We have we rehearsals, do. you guys. We so do. we have to jump off. We have of a show this. tomorrow. We have a show tomorrow. Crazy, crazy. So we're going to get going and uh, make sure you guys follow her on her social media handle and then tune in on Wednesday for another full episode. Zeta, go ahead and tell the podcast listeners bye. Bye. That's it. That was 10K Saturday with Allison and Lulu. And don't forget, with friends like us, who needs amenities?